0: When I die, I put my ashes in the trash bag. I don't care where they go. Don't waste your money on my gravestone. I'm more concerned about my soul. Everybody's gonna die. Don't everybody live though? Sometimes I look up to the sky and wonder, do you see us down here, yeah? oh Lord, oh Lord? Oh, do you yeah, see you us down here, yeah? oh Lord, oh Lord? Oh, do you see us down, here? Yeah? oh Lord Oh Lord Do you see us down, here? Yeah? oh Lord Oh Lord Listen Yeah, everybody wants change Don't nobody wanna change, though Don't nobody wanna pray Tell they got something to pray for Now everybody's has gone die But don't everybody live, though Sometimes I look up to the sky and wonder, do you see us down here? Oh Lord, Oh Lord, do you see us down here? Oh Lord, Oh Lord, do you see us down here? Oh Lord, Oh Lord, do you see us down here? Oh Lord, Oh Lord. Oh Lord. It's easy to blame God, but harder to fix things. We look in the sky. Ain't you listening? Watching the news in our living rooms on the big screens And talking about if God's really real and where is he? You see the same God that we're saying might not even exist Becomes real to us but only when we're dying in bed When you're healthy it's like we don't really care for Him. Then Leave me alone God, I'll call you when I need you again Which is funny, everyone who's sleeping abused, pills don't blame God our problems like he's sleeping on you we turn our backs on him what are you expecting to do it's hard to answer prayers when nobody's praying to you i look around at this world we walk on it's a smack in the face don't ever tell me there's no god and if there isn't then what are we here for and what are y'all doing down there i don't know lord, this is, this is, oh lord. can you see a yeah, style oh can you see a style of On own oh love,
1: Saturday and I hope we all had a wonderful week uh, I think this week was filled with um, um, holidays so I guess we had a, enough time to rest from um, many activities that we do weekly so and I hope we also enjoying our weekends um, so it has been a while since we make use of our um, anchor fm so today we are going to be as you can as you already know we are going to be making use of our fm uh, so that we can reach out to more people we've been teaching on our whatsapp platform and that was because of the request made by some of our members that you know some have been complaining that they have not been able to access the anchor fm while some have been saying they they didn't have enough data enough subscription to be able to access the the, the anchor fm online so due to that we had to just consider them and post some of our teachings on our whatsapp platform but today we are going to be um, making use of our uh, fm and it's going to be very brief so as to uh, be considerate because i understand that many people don't might not have enough data Um, nevertheless we will make it as short as possible because it's not, today is more, more or less like an, an exhortation or I call it encouragement from the Lord. It is not um, a teaching. I'm not doing a series and, and I'm not teaching per se today. So if you've gone through our broadcast, you would have seen the topic for today. The subject matter that we will be dealing with today in in not more than 30 to 40 minutes so i i got the message during the week you know for the past few weeks now a lot of terrible things have been happening i know many of you can relate a lot of terrible things have been happening especially in the country where i live nigeria Um, And even all over the world, there have been news here, news there, that have not really been encouraging, and it seems as if um, things are like more or less getting worse, and it seems as if there is no silver lining in the clouds, in the dark clouds, so it's looking like there is no hope. Um, For the past few weeks now, we've, we've recorded series of rape issues, series of deaths, um, series of uh, kind of young deaths and some untimely deaths and stuff like that and it seems as if especially for those that are putting their faith in God it seems to them like God is is not speaking and personally to everyone to individuals here I, I might not be able to know you know I, obviously I don't know everyone And i don't know what everyone is going through but i know that at least a few of us here have been going through a lot for the past few few months now and it seems as if god is not speaking it seems to you like you have been jilted you know (laughs) i can relate seriously because uh, i have been in such situations uh, many times where what god is showing you seems to be different from what um, what you are experiencing or let me put this this way maybe what you read about god or what you have studied about god or what you have been taught about god is quite different from what you are experiencing today and you know you have Questions you you want to ask questions why why is this happening why is that happening what is wrong with me what is wrong with my steps what is wrong with my approach what is wrong with my family am I the only one in this in this life am I why is, why me you know we always want to ask that question why me uh, who have I offended who who have I disappointed. You know, we want to know, we want to ask God, God, why this person? Why do you allow such things to happen to such families? Why do you allow such things to happen to me in particular? Uh, why are you not speaking to me? Why are you quiet? You know, we really want to push God to speak. <laughs> and, you know, thank God, God is not a man. Uh, I'm just trying to imagine God had an head- headquarters on Earth. You know, the amount of people that will be traveling if it's overseas, the amount of people that will be traveling overseas just to just to ask God a simple question: Why? Just a simple question, and that question is just why, because there are many things that seems to be happening around us, and they, you don't even you you don't need comforts. You know, <laughs> there are situations you meet yourself and you don't need comfort. You don't need anybody to comfort you. You just want to know why. You know, I've, 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 I've had um privilege to speak with maybe um, young ladies that, that have been jilted by probably a guy or something like that. And, you know, when we speak, when I speak to them, some of them, not all of them, a few of them are not interested in the apology that the guy is bringing. You know, maybe the guy did something wrong, or maybe the husband, um, I mean, committed adultery with another woman, and or he he just maybe duped his wife or duped his his fiance, you know, and you know many you know a few of them that I've I've had an encounter with, they they are not really interested in the I'm sorry. They are not really interested in hearing that. They just—they are not interested in, in hearing comforting words. All they just want to know is why. Their question is simple, why did you do that? The same way we approach God. You know, there are some times, you know, the Bible, I know the Bible says, the Holy Spirit is our comforter. And there are many times we really don't need his comfort. <laughs> yeah, per se. Let me just let me put it that way. There are sometimes, or a few times, that we really don't, we really don't want to eat the comfort of the Holy Spirit. All we just want is, He answering the question why. But God is God. The Bible says, "Let God be true, and all men liars." God is God. You cannot question You cannot query God you can question God but you cannot query God you can tender your question amicably before God but you can never query God you can never query God you only query someone that you are boss over you don't query God and that's what many of us do but by the way even when we question God it is still in his jurisdiction to choose whether to answer or not to answer, and God has reasons for everything. You see, you see, even to the most stupidest thing you can think of. Just think about the most stupidest thing that can ever happen around you. God has a reason for it. God has a reason for it. Who would have thought that um, uh, a bacteria? that could be harmful to a man could also save the life of a man you know people could have questions i remember when i was young much younger i do ask the questions like why 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 did god create mosquito <laughs> when he knows that mosquitoes are carriers of of um, particular agents you know causative agents of malaria Plasmodium and god knows that and yet he allowed he created mosquitoes and now people are dying of malaria all over africa you know i began to ask myself god why why would god do that if he is so loving <laughs> you see there are funny questions we ask and we really want answers we need answers we want to hear god respond and you know god just appear and say okay the reason my daughter the reason why uh, mosquitoes have been created is because of this and that and that and we'll be like mm, wow mm, that's nice yeah god you are, you are, you are smart god you are, you are smart you are wise god thank you for answering me god you know that's the kind of feeling we want but it's so funny and you know so painful at the same time that oftentimes we don't receive such responses we don't so today we'll be dealing with a very simple topic the wisdom of his silence the wisdom of His silence who is that is we are referring to God the wisdom of God's silence now you you know like I stated earlier we all want answers we ask questions we want answers we ask questions we want answers but many a times out of hundreds of questions God might answer one. (laughs) And even that one, he might not give us the full detail. And we begin to get frustrated. Why are you not answering me? Can't you just give me a direct answer? No. Why? Because there is a wisdom in the silence of God. God does not keep quiet for no reason. I repeat God does not keep quiet for no reason God does not keep quiet for no reason he has a reason behind everything he does and in short from my little research I have discovered that anytime God is quiet something big is being cooked anytime you don't hear God's response something great is coming anytime God chooses to be quiet remember you know an example a good example is uh, you know studying the history of the of the of the bible days the old testament according to the record of the bible the last time God spoke to a prophet according to the record of the bible the last time God spoke to a prophet was 400 years before the new testament and that prophet was malachi it was the last prophet in the old testament and according to you know the archive they said between the book of malachi the time of malachi and to the time of matthew you know the record of matthew rather the gospel it was about 400 years about 400 years so god was quiet or god was silent for about 400 years and guess what after that period that was when jesus came after 400 years of god's quietness or of god's silence jesus showed forth and saved the whole world from their destruction so every time god is quiet there is something great that is happening that we can't see. That we can't see. And you know, people will be like, but I just want him to speak to me. That's why he, he is called the comforter. It was intentional. It was intentional because God knows how frustrating it could be when you don't have answers to questions. Many of you have been to schools and you've been given exams, you know, you've, you've taken exams. And you read all through for that exam, on getting there, (laughs) out of 10 questions, even one you could not answer, you know how how frustrating that could be. The same way when we tender our questions before God and God still doesn't answer us, it could be so annoying and frustrating, but there is the wisdom behind it. The book of Psalm 23, Psalm 23. Verse 1 to 3 is a popular scripture that many people quote offhand. Psalm 23, but I'm going to be using the amplified version. It says, The Lord is my shepherd to find, guide, and shield me. I shall not lack. He makes me lie down in fresh, tender, green pasture. He leads me beside the still and restful water. He refreshes and restores my life. He leads me in the path of righteousness and uprightness and right standing with him, not for my earning it, but for his name's sake. So the major point of concentration is verse 2. He said, He makes me lie down in fresh or tender green pasture. He leads me beside the still and restful water. He leads me beside the still water even in the silence of god He is leading us that god is not speaking does not mean he is not leading that god is silent does not mean he is not leading don't get it twisted you know many times you go to god in prayers and be like god what is your decision over this matter speak god speak god and god is not speaking and you know you just feel god doesn't want you to move ahead no it doesn't have to be that way every time there are sometimes god just wants you to keep going in faith because even in in silence he's still leading you he's still leading you he's still leading you through people through nudges through passion through many and diverse forms so god's silence is not the end of his leading so don't get it twisted don't think you are less loved by God because of his not speaking don't think God loves you lesser because of his not speaking don't think you have offended God because of his not speaking so it has nothing to do with all that it has nothing to do with all that god is intentional about you very much intentional about you than you can imagine so he has his plans for you he has his plans all laid out for you so that he is not speaking doesn't mean he is not working as a matter of fact when you go to the theater you know in the hospital during emergency period you don't find doctors just you know talking unnecessarily they only speak probably when they want to get the um, necessary equipment for the for the for the operation. So maybe they want to ask the nurse to pass something in particular. Then they speak. But you 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 barely you know. They don't just you don't enter a theater lousy. You don't hear them start communicating because they are in a very delicate period, very delicate moment so god does not keep quiet just to frustrate anyone his silence carries much wisdom than we can imagine in short i feel i believe that there are more information in the silence of god than when he speaks because when you study the scripture when god speaks he doesn't speak too long but if you can master understanding his language when he is silent. if you can master understanding the language of God's silence you will become a champion in this kingdom you will become a champion in this kingdom no wonder David was called a man after his heart because he does not need to hear he knows the heart of God he walks according to what he sees in the heart of God. So God does not necessarily need to speak to him about a matter. Only on rare occasions God spoke to David. Only on rare occasions. Most times he knew, he studied, he observed by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, the heart of God. Because the silence of God carries more weight than we can imagine. So don't ever think God' silence is is a defeat. I'm going to take two, two, two people as a case study, then we, we just end it there. The first person I will use is Joseph. He you knows a very popular story. Many of us know about Joseph, you know, the son of, of Jacob. You know, he was the favorite of all, of, of, of his father. Favorite of his father. He was ready, you know, he was... It was a child with promising future. You know, his father was ready to give him the best of everything he had. And, you know, God showed him in true dreams. God showed him a, 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 his future. God showed him that his brothers and his, his father, his mother, they came to bow for him. They came to bow before him. And, you know, he was, you know, as a young child, he was ready. He was ready to to see that come to pass. But he never knew God's plan. He never knew how it was going to come to pass. He just felt, okay, now that God showed me, not just once, he showed me twice, that I'm going to be rulers over my family. I'm going to be the breadwinner of the family. Then I am ready to attain that position. But he never knew that God had another plan better than he had or better than he thought so who would have thought that a child with such promising future would go through what he went through you know one of the most painful parts in our life today is that most times when we ask God questions God why why is this happening to me the the you know the the only only thing that seems to be like a response from God that God oftentimes sends to us is what he has told us before. I don't know if you can relate to what I'm saying. For instance, okay, if something happens to you that you never expected is going to happen to you and you, you, you know, began to question God in the place of prayer and this is the response God is giving you. I have told you before. I know the plans I have towards you, the plans of good, not of evil. To give you a better future. And you'll be like, I, I that is not what I'm talking about. I have heard that over and over again. Why is this happening to me? And he still says the same thing. I have told you before, I know the plans I have towards you. It's like, <laughs> I think there is nothing as frustrating, as more frustrating as that. Because we feel, why? Why are you doing this to me, God? I feel that was the same condition where joseph found himself so imagine joseph after his brother caught him threw him into the well you know imagine joseph in the well for about three days no food no drink just eating alone and you know thank god it didn't rain he could have drowned and died you know and god did not say anything god did not speak to him i guess the only thing he could have that was close to a response from god was the same dream he has had before so probably just imagine Joseph praying at night and say, God, just speak to me. Why is this happening? And he slept. And the same dream he had was still the same dream he's having. You know, most of the time, that's the only thing that we receive as response, what he has told us before. He might not tell us anything new. He's just going to repeat what he has said before. Because, <laughs> oh my God, he is ever, ever true to his words. He's ever true to his words. So, you know, Joseph, could have gone through the same frustration and as a matter of fact he went through the same frustration as a young boy just trying to get his bearing you know and from the well from the pits he was sold into slavery from slavery he was was thrown to the prison you know and he was there in the prison forgotten forgotten for years and you know he he had no hope that he was going to see his parents anymore there was no hope there was nothing nothing that seems visible in the life of joseph nothing seems you know seem possible you know you just imagine not just a slave a prisoner it was a slave and a prisoner so there was nothing that seems possible anymore in his life but god had this plan but guess what during those period god never spoke god never spoke The Bible never recorded that on this day God spoke to Joseph. No, God was quiet, he was silent but but his silence carried a lot of message because it was through that silence that Joseph learned character, it was through that silence that Joseph learned humility, it was through that silence that Joseph learned to trust God for his daily meal. It was through that silence that Joseph learned economy, how to economize. It was through that silence that Joseph received wisdom. So it was through that silence that Joseph became master in dream interpretation. Master in dream interpretation. If you remember, when he had his first dream, he could not interpret it. Maybe you have forgotten. When Joseph had his first dream, when he went to tell his father Jacob, it was Jacob that interpreted the dream for him. Joseph could not interpret it, but it was during those days of God's silence that he learned how to interpret and not only did he learn, he also became master of it and it was that gift that brought him before Pharaoh, it was that gift that brought him before Pharaoh, so you can see that God's silence is not God's rejection, God's silence is not God's denial god's silence is not god's betrayal his silence is a message his silence is comforting he said they that wait upon the lord shall renew their strength he doesn't have to speak to you but once you trust and keep waiting you will realize that there is a strength in waiting even when god is not speaking There is a strength in trusting God even when he's not speaking. Another example is our Lord Jesus Christ. A very good example. The Bible says he was taken like a lamb to be slaughtered and yet he did not speak. Yet he did not speak. I believe it wasn't only referring to Jesus, it was also referring to God. Because he is God. He is God. He was brought before Pilate and the Bible says he, he was brought before the high priest and he was questioned over and over and the Bible said he did not speak he did not speak and you know, I, you know just imagine being in the shoes of Jesus you knew of a father that had the power to do a lot of things but yet you know that he's not going to save you from that he's not going to how will I put it now It's not going to directly deliver you at once from that situation you have to go through it Pass it, then come out strong, you know, and you, it's, it was really a tough time for Jesus, you know, imagine, he had to cry out, my father, why have you forsaken me, and I believe this is the way many of us feel today, no wonder the Bible says Jesus is our chief priest and he understands us very well because he has gone through everything that we can ever think of as humans. So he can relate with our situation because he was all he also felt betrayed he also felt left he also felt god had you know god had with him but no no god didn't it was a plan it was a setup it was a setup it was a setup but what did jesus do he kept moving he kept believing he kept trusting he told his disciple my father said if i should lay my life down he said i will pick it up again so he kept trusting the lord he kept repeating the words of the lord that has, that has been said to him in previous time he kept repeating it to himself reassuring himself of god's promises even when god was silent even when god was not speaking so you can see how jesus was taken to the cross taken to Golgotha and God was silent Jesus himself was quiet he did not respond to their questions when he responded it wasn't like a response it was more or less like a parable so you could learn a wisdom from Jesus because Jesus learned it from his father that in silence lies our strength that's what the bible says he said in quietness lies your strength in quietness lies your strength he said he leads me beside the still water so even when everything is is, 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 is still when everything seems not to be moving he is still leading us so what's the way forward keep moving keep trusting keep believing keep believing in, keep your faith on, you say, ah, it's not easy, there is no no hope anymore, who told you there is no hope, the Bible says a living dog is better than a dead lion, far better, has more hope than a dead lion, so that you are living today alone is a message from God, you know, I have come to, you know, I have come to cultivate the habit that anytime I wake up, And I breathe in another oxygen. I tell myself that this is a message from God to tell me that He still has needs of me on earth. So, you know, when you keep, when you start living your life with the consciousness that in the silence of God He is speaking, you will will begin to appreciate God in, 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 in a very great dimension about everything concerning your life. When you start living with the consciousness that God is speaking, even when you cannot hear Him, even when you cannot evidently say this is what He's saying, but you know that everything around us is reflecting and is resonating the words of God. The words of God. The words of God. Men that appreciate and are grateful are men that have understood. How to listen when God is silent? Those are the men that have mastered listening when God is silent. That those are men that know how to appreciate, and those are men that are usually grateful. But when you meet people that are not grateful, it's because they have not mastered the silence of God. They have not mastered the silence of God. So, my friends, I'm not here to teach for long. I'm just here to charge you. That whatever you are going through is not a new thing before God. <laughs> your case is not the first and it's not be the last. God has handled mighty, mighty cases in the past. God has handled thousands and millions and billions of cases in the past. And he has not stopped winning. And he will not stop on your own issue. He will not stop on whatever you are going through. So why not go through this moment of your life with joy? I tell people if you cannot change a particular situation <laughs> and you are now, you now choose to ostracize yourself to, to throw yourself into depression because you cannot change that situation I said that is more or less like a double trouble for you because number one, the situation is not going to change number two, your, your emotion and your psychology is disturbed so you are going to be deficiently not okay, you are not, your your health is going to be deficient of, of of well-being, you know, your health is going to be deficient because you are not in a good state, in the right state of mind and at the same time your situation remains. So I tell people if you are in a bad situation, well, well, we call it bad situation but God never calls it bad situation, it is only an opportunity. Every, every hardship, every every um obstacle every incident that happens that is not according to our plan are usually opportunity for god to show his glory in our lives are you with me so if you are in such situation of your life that you know you have no control over you have prayed and nothing seems to be happy then just let it go let it go just behave as if it is not there just behave as if it is not there and keep living your life happy because it is double problem if you are going through a situation, a circumstance that you cannot control and yet you are sad, you are causing more problem for yourself, causing more trouble for yourself, so why not just let it go and move on, move on, that's the message of God, God is not speaking, move on, move by faith, God I don't know how to, move by faith, is God leading me right, move by faith, he said, "He said we walk by faith, not by sight. Sometimes sight is when you are waiting for God to speak. Sometimes you just need to keep moving by faith, believing that God has led you. Because if he has spoken once before, then his word has not changed. So there's nothing new God has to say to you. If God has said a word concerning you before, he has not changed that word. He has not changed it. So stop looking for affirmation here and there this is the reason why many people are going from one prophet to another from one pastor to another they just want to hear the same thing over and again i've had people you know come to meet me they say can you wonder what's the holy spirit saying about me to you i'll be like he's saying not he hasn't even said something about myself so it's about you want to talk he's saying nothing he's saying nothing he's saying nothing this is the reason why we have created many problems for ourselves looking for affirmation year and year it is a disease it is a big disease that we need to deal with. It's a big disease that we need to deal with. So, my friends, stop looking for affirmation. Believe in God. Put your faith in Him. He is not speaking does not mean He has rejected you. That's why He's always there to comfort you. He has never left you, not once. Even the period when you think God has left, He's still there. He's still there. He's still there. I don't know if I've been able to, you know touch one or two people it might not be a message for everybody but i don't know if i've been able to reassure one or two persons that god has not abandoned them that god is silent does not mean he is not leading you and that god is silent does not mean he has rejected you that god is silent does not mean there is no hope anymore the silence of god does not mean rejection So I hope I've been able to minister to one or two souls out there that are probably giving up already. It is not the time to give up. It is the time to keep moving. And the Lord remains your strength. Thank you so much for coming for this weekend episode. Enjoy your evening. Have a wonderful Sunday service. Um, Good night.
0: Oh, these hands are tired. This heart is tired. Oh, this soul is tired. But I'll keep on. 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 Faith is some I'm not. A- And trusting other people something I don't really love to do I've never been a fan of it I act tougher Really my shoulders they ain't built for this And I don't have nothing It's like I'm standing in the rain And you offer me a raincoat But I would rather stand and ring it wet Than take the hand out What's wrong with me? You said you've always got your hands out And I cannot continue on my own So take my hands now I give you everything God not just a little bit Take it from me I am nothing but a hypocrite I hate sin But I built a house and I still live Afraid to open up the door to you, let you into it. My soul is lost, and what it needs is your direction. I know I've told you I do not need your protection, but I lied to you. This thing is tiring and man was not created for it. God, please retire me now. These hands are tired. keep on, I'll keep on, I'll keep on. I'll keep on, I'll keep on. trust is something i am not accustomed to and i know the bible says that i should always trust in you but i will never read that book enough and when i have a question i don't take the time to look it up or pick it up it collects dust on my nightstand i'm just being honest please take this out of my hands i have no control I am just a person, but thank the Lord that I serve a God that's perfect. I do not deserve the opportunity you've given me. I never knew what freedom was until I learned what prison means. I am not ashamed. I don't care if they remember me. My life will always have a hold if you are not the centerpiece. Take me out of bondage. Take all of my pride. If I don't have a savior, I don't have nothing inside. Take all of my lust. Take all of my lies. There's no better feeling than when I look in the sky in your eyes. It's amazing. Hands are tired. Oh, this heart is tired. Oh, this soul is tired. But I'll keep on, I'll keep on, I'll keep on. I'll keep on. on,